This is Betty Style. Welcome to Betty Style, a deeper discussion of the design, style, inner workings and thoughts of Kristen Mayer, CEO of BettyDesigns.com. So it's a super exciting time of year right now. We've got Kona on the horizon and simultaneously we are about to put up our call for applications for the 2019 Betty Squad. The big question we are getting all year round and even more so in the last couple weeks is, how can I get on the squad? What are you looking for? It is not a simple answer. It's it's kind of complicated, but the flip side is I want to kind of give you a little insight into my thought process and what I look for based on, on my personal experience and what I've seen happening since we've had the squad for the last five years. You know, for me, it started on a personal level. I was very green, new to triathlon. It was 95. I moved to San Diego in 1996. And I got pretty fortunate because I'd hired a coach. I was just starting. And I got recommended to be a sports model for Speedo because they were going to launch their first triathlon line of clothing. So that was pretty cool. And what came out of that was I was brand new to triathlon, but they said, hey, we want you to be an ambassador. And that word wasn't even around at that time. It was like, hey, we're going to sponsor you. And we want you to basically wear the, wear the Speedo brand, show the new line, talk to everyone you're training with. You're at Masters, you're at track. Um, you know, we want you to be our amateur person. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because again, I was new to the sport. I wasn't winning anything, and this brand decided that I was worthy of representing them. So I sat, I took a step back, and I said, wow, this is really cool. It was also super motivating for me. It made me get out of bed every morning, want to train a little harder. I stood up a little taller. I, I actually took this really seriously, and they weren't paying me. It was product. Um, around the the county of San Diego, my nickname became Speedo in the training groups because every time I showed up, I had the Speedo logo on my chest. The flip side of that was I also got ridiculed because, again, I was new to the sport. I had done a handful of short triathlons, was not winning anything, and the locker room chatter got kind of nasty. Girls came up to me and said, "Are are you really sponsored by Speedo? And I was like, yes, I am. And they were like, why are they sponsoring you? You're not even fast. And I kind of sat there and I took pause and, you know, for me, of course, I wanted to lash out, but I was like, I just said, you know what? I don't know. They see something in me and maybe it's because I'm just really nice and I'm really excited about the sport. And I didn't realize in that moment when I said that, but that really, I think, was the reason. And it kind of brings me to the fact that we aren't just looking for people who are winning and on the podium all the time. Oh my God, it's awesome. I love that. And I ended up getting to a point where my goal was always to be on the podium. And that's phenomenal. But for Betty Designs, we look at a whole group of things. We really want women who want to be part of a community. And that's the biggest thing. And how, how do I explain that? It's We want you to be part of, we want you to want to be part of our community. We want you to love the brand. We we get people that apply every year. They come in and they're like, you know, I've never worn your brand, but I really want to represent you. And I kind of go, okay, well, how do you know you really want to represent us 
if you've never tried on the clothing, you've never raced in it, how do you know you even like it? Do you even really understand what, what we stand for as brand values? So that's, that's one of the big things is when we go through the applications, it's, you know, in the past we've had questions like, have you ever worn Betty? And people actually say no. And I always find that interesting. The flip side of that is I have to be respectful and say, hey, maybe there are girls out there who can't afford to buy a lot of clothing. So they really love the brand and what they've seen from the outside and what it stands for. But maybe they haven't had the opportunity to be able to purchase a $125 jersey. And you know what? I don't want to say that then you're not going to be considered. But how do we weed through that and figure out who these real authentic people are? And you know, the line I draw is, are you looking for being a part of this community? Or are you looking to just say that you're sponsored? So what do you mean by someone who just wants to be sponsored? So it's been, it's been interesting because back when I was racing, there was no social media. I had a little bit of Facebook sort of at the tail end of, of when I was racing. But now, you know, everyone, I, I hate this term, but at the same point, I don't know what else to call it. People are trying to be Insta-famous. And, you, and I use Instagram because that seems to be the go-to platform. It's definitely my favorite platform. And I think it's the simplest most effective way to get your message and your imagery out there. Um, I love it. But what I am seeing from, from athletes is they're building a persona that doesn't match when you actually meet them in person, number one. And number two, it's almost like a constant competition for, hey, look at me. I can tag 16 brands in my bio and every day on my Instagram story, I'm going to put up an offer for you to be able to buy the beef jerky that I love for 10% off. And while that is a great use of the platform and a great, great use for some brands to do their marketing, it's definitely not what Betty Designs is after. We don't want people that are trying to build their following based on putting offers out there, based on saying, look at me, all these other brands support me. I really want the people that fell in love with triathlon just like I did. They absolutely love it. They love showing up to that Thursday track workout. They see their friends. They, it's that camaraderie. It's that, that thing that just makes you get out of bed in the morning and you love it. And it's the same thing on race morning. One of my, my favorite parts of racing was triathlon in the transition area in the morning before the gun went off saying hello, hugging, smiling. And that's really what the whole sport is about to me. And I really want the women, that's how they feel. I want the women who feel the same way. All right, so Instagram is going to be, I mean, obviously an important factor in your decision and part of the application. Um, Two specifics on Instagram. How important are the number of followers? And what is your ideal... Instagram post personality look like? What do you what exactly are you looking for? You know, the the whole followers thing has been really interesting because I look around and you know, you kind of I follow a bunch of brands, I follow a bunch of professional athletes, I follow a lot of amateurs, I follow my friends. And there seems to be a sweet spot where you know, we only know if we if you think about yourself and your circle that you that you keep, you don't really know that many people because of social media virtually your social circle grows. And, and I think that 
getting into the 2,000, 3,000 number is totally possible. If you're out in the community a lot, you're racing, you might teach a spin class, um, you work for a nonprofit on the side. I think there's some number in there that that's a lot of followers. And that means it's sort of, you've got a lot of, you've got your, you, you put yourself in a lot of places and you have interaction with a lot of people. I love to see that. What I start to kind of look at, um, and I, and I don't want to be a, a naysayer or disbeliever is when I see just what I call normal people like myself who have, you know, 20,000 followers because some of the professional triathletes don't even have 20,000 followers. So I kind of scratch my head and I go, how did this happen? Um, because you're not, especially if they're not teaching a bunch of classes, run a nonprofit, are a CEO, um, how do they get 20,000 followers? And, and we know that bots exist. We know that there's ways to buy followers. So for me, I don't, I don't put everything into that number of followers. What I will say is, I will be more skeptical if you say you have 30,000 followers than if you say you have 600. And to me, a lot of times, you know, I look at closely, I'll look at the engagement. If someone with the 30,000 number puts a post up, but they're only getting 100 likes and two comments, something's not connecting for me there. Well, you haven't looked just through the engagements. You've actually clicked through, and when you have a Russian profile with six pictures, I mean, well, 30,000 isn't 30,000. Well, sure, you have that too. But um, So to get back to the answering that question, followers aren't important in the sense of I'm only looking for people with X number of followers. That is not what we're looking for. Um, so I guess I can say it's what I'm not looking for. Um, I'm not going to hold it against you if you have 10,000. I'm not going to hold it against you if you have 50. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to dive in a little deeper. I'm going to see what you're posting about. I want to see a real human being. I don't want to see 50 pictures of what you ate for breakfast. I want to get a sense of your personality. What makes you tick? If you're a mom, I love seeing kids posts, but I don't want to see only kids. Like if you want to come and represent Betty Designs, there has to be more and multifacets to your life and lots of different things that get you out of bed in the morning. What you're saying here is kind of a development over the last couple of years. Social media is changing and the Betty team has changed multiple times. Um, changes are coming again this year. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, we, um, when we started, you know, the company was a lot younger. It was five years ago now, so we were trying to figure out how many people we could, we could actually manage with our staff. And so we started on the smaller side and then we thought, okay, well, this is marketing. So, you know, bigger and more is better. And what I realized, we got to the number of, I think we were at like 228 in 2017. And for me, that was a turning point. I really felt like there was a disconnect in the group because we have an internal Facebook page where the girls, you know, can ask questions, share personal stories, support each other. And I felt like a lot of that intimacy got lost with that many girls. So this year we came out of the gate, we had 102. Um, and a lot of the girls actually, I would say, and I know this was a disappointment to a lot of people, I would say probably about 60 of them had been previous Betty ambassadors. And, and I know that's a tough one for all of you who have been trying to apply every year and, oh my gosh, I, I feel terrible every year because I'll see people who are like, oh my gosh, I've tried three times and I can't get on and they'll write an email and what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. It is so incredibly hard when we get over 3,000 applications and 
to look, we, we try and open every single profile. If it's private and we can't get in there, that's a tough one for us because we can't get a sense of who you are. We, want, we know that you have the right to your own privacy, but, but again, if, you're, if you want to represent a brand, unfortunately, we say that your, your Instagram needs to be public. We want you to inspire other women. We want you to be part of our community, and that means interacting with others. So circling back on the actual question, I don't have a specific number in mind for 2019, but I will say it's probably going to be down from the 102 we had this year. And I only say that because I think we had our best year yet with the group dynamics, with the fact that the girls were meeting up at races and there were these, you know, just recently at Santa Cruz 70.3, the girls show up, they meet and greet. There was wine tasting at Santa Rosa a few weeks back. I mean, that's the stuff I love is the girls are actually going out of their way to get together. It's not just showing up to a race and yeah, you're wearing the same thing and hey, how's it going? It's they want to hang out. They want to, you know, have pizza after that. They want to have a beer. They want to share wine. They want to share stories. They want to bring their families together. That is what I'm looking for. And I want the women who want to be a part of that, but at the same time, share their love and passion for triathlon and endurance sports. Yeah, last year, by all accounts, was the best, one of the best, if not the best year for the Betty Squad. But it doesn't mean there weren't challenges. Can you speak to some of the challenges or maybe your biggest pet peeve or one of the things you'd like to see improved? So I think for me, you know, as, as this whole social media grows and changes, and again, we circle back to, there are people who want to be on, on Instagram. They want to monetize it. And I don't want to say, like, you shouldn't do that. Um, it's just not what we're looking for. If you want to monetize your Instagram and that's what you do, and that's your job basically because you have three kids or whatever, that then all the power to you. You should definitely pursue that. But for me, what I was finding um, this year is some of the girls over the course of the year, all of a sudden, you know, we've we've got this great. I think we have the best group of industry partners any ambassador uh, group could ask for. We have the best in the business, as far as I'm concerned. And for me, you know, we have contracts that go out, and if you sign the contract, it's hey, you know, I'm not going to talk about a nutrition company that conflicts with Gatorade, for example. I take that very seriously. Um, because I'm putting myself on the line and the brand is putting, we're putting our brand reputation on the line to align with these partners who go out of their way to support all of, all of our ambassadors. Um, and you know, I find nutrition and running shoes, two of the most personal things that, and are tricky in sponsorship. We have a running shoe sponsor on, we have Gatorade Endurance and I personally am absolutely obsessed with them. I love them. I would not have them on this roster if I didn't believe in the product. That being said, not everyone can run in an on shoe. Not everybody's stomach, you know, can handle Gatorade for some reason. That doesn't mean, however, you can't be on the squad. What that means is if you take this commitment, that means you're not going to say, okay, well, I'm going to talk about another nutrition company or I'm going to talk about another running shoe. Um, We know that exists. And, you know, I personally... I wear Lululemon all the time. I'm not going to lie. They did a phenomenal job. Probably everyone listening to this podcast can say they've probably worn Lululemon. (laughs) So, But again, if I'm representing a brand, I'm not going to go and talk about that brand because you've really taken a commitment, 
not only to Betty Designs and me and, and Noel here in the office, but it's also to the fellow Betty ambassadors. So it's a tough one. The biggest, the biggest disappointment this year has been, and how do we quote unquote police it is, you know, I love to shop. Don't get me wrong, I'm a shopaholic. And if I didn't have Betty Designs, I would probably hoard every brand of kit I could possibly get my hands on because anything cute I want to ride in. But that being said, what I'll see as the year goes on is all of a sudden in some of the ambassador feeds, they're showing up in other kits. And it's not just one. It's like they're wearing five or six different brands over the course of the year. And, you know, we gently say, hey, we've asked, you know, that you don't promote other brands. So they don't. But they're still posting in it. And the hard part is then I'm getting notes on the side saying, hey, so-and-so is wearing so-and-so's kit, and I thought we weren't supposed to do that. And, you know, rather than get into the nitty-gritty nitpicky stuff, it's, you guys, being an ambassador is a big deal. It's a commitment in the sense of you need to really feel like you want to be a part of this, and that is your commitment for, you know, a year. We run from November to November, and that's it. And if you want to be a part of it, my gosh, we want to have you. So when exactly are the applications going out this year? The applications are going to go live on Saturday, this Saturday, September 15th. They're going to be live only until midnight on Sunday the 23rd, so it's eight days. It's basically a week. And the reason we're also shortening the application window is we want, we want to know you're serious. We don't, we don't want you waiting around saying, oh, who else is putting up their applications? And I'm going to you know, apply to six. If you want to be a part of Betty, then you're going to make it a priority. You're following us. We want to hear from you. And we think a week, eight days is plenty of time. And if, and if it's not plenty of time, shoot us a note and say, hey, you know what? I'm going out of the country. I'm not going to be able to get to it. Can you make an exception for me? And we will definitely get back to you, and we will consider special circumstances. Um, but that's, that's what we're going to do, and we'll have it out in a newsletter. There's going to be a link posted on our Instagram feed and all our social media feeds. And um, we're super excited about it. And we hope that uh, we can create something that, again, is just sort of the industry standard for a kick-ass ambassador squad. All right. So in all likelihood, the team's going to get scaled back a little bit this year. How does that factor in with the elite team? Does that affect the elite team at all? So this year, we decided to implement um, an elite racing team. And what that means is there were a couple of reasons for doing this. One is we do know that there are some brands that we've heard that give out free stuff to everybody who's an ambassador. And, you know, we hear that a lot, do you guys give out free stuff? And I would love to give everybody everything, but if I did, I wouldn't wake up tomorrow and have a business. So what we have been trying to do over the years is figure out how to give people not only um, special discounts and special things, but to create kind of this elite team where you've got the women who, they're killing it. They are on the podium all the time. Um, they still have that special something with the personality, um, but they get a little bit of a different kit. They get a personalized kit with their name. They get their own sponsors on the back. These are the girls that have been around the block for a while, and they have sponsors that are potentially outside of the realm of our corporate sponsors. Um, we had 13 this year, probably going to scale it back to 10 and really keep it as something super special. That being said, um, we do have some kind of different things that happen in terms of sponsorship. 
we do, we have had in the past girls that we feel are a little younger, maybe they need a little bit of financial support, we, we give them a couple pieces. So I can't tell you exactly or how you quote unquote qualify for these things. We really do try to give people as many things as we can. We implemented a podium swag sort of incentive this year. If you get on the podium, you get a gift. We don't tell you what it is. That was super fun for us, and it seemed like the girls really enjoyed it. All right, applications go up Saturday. Good luck, everybody. Yes, good luck. Keep applying.